Welcome to V1 The Podcast, an aviation podcast where we explore the vast world of aviation. My name is Nick Herring, and I'm your host. In this episode, we talk about the lessons learned and a few tips and tricks that I've used over the last six months as a brand new CFI. Things like patience, attitude, being prepared, making mistakes, and of course, keeping your knowledge up as a CFI yourself. It's all coming up in just a few moments, so sit back, relax, and welcome aboard to episode 11 of V1 The Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to V1 The Podcast. It's been quite a while once again since the last episode that was back in March. I think it's safe to say that this podcast just simply isn't going to be able to hold to any sort of uh, strict schedule as far as posting goes. But whenever I think of something interesting to talk about or someone interesting to talk to, you can rest assured that I'm going to create an episode and and, uh, get that out to you as soon as I can. But I thought it would be pretty interesting to kind of go through some of the lessons I've learned or some of the techniques that I use so far that I've developed um, in the last six months as a brand new CFI. Um, One of those things is being prepared. Now, I do pride myself in always kind of being prepared and and knowing what I'm going to do with my student next. But what I mean by that is students know when when you don't know your stuff, right? Or they know when you're just kind of... um, winging it, if you will, going into a lesson. So I recommend that if you're in a 141 or even a part 61 flight school that you have some sort of a lesson plan developed, you know what you guys are going to go do on that lesson. And more importantly, make sure that the student knows what you're going to do on the next lesson. What I mean by that is you guys go up and you do some air work, let's say, and you finish the lesson and then you debrief and then you say, okay, so we worked on this next week. This is what we can expect. And that allows the student to sort of already have an idea of what you guys are going to do, whether it's in the air or on the ground ahead of time, because after all, you are a flight instructor. So a lot of that has to do with flying the airplane and doing the maneuvers and, you know, of course, the, the ground knowledge as well. But that's really on the student to be able to kind of self-prepare as far as that stuff goes. But you as a CFI really do also have to do your homework and be ready to go and think of those different ways to explain different maneuvers or different type of topics uh, when it comes to aviation with your student. Now, the other one is patience. It's important to remember that some, if not all of this stuff is brand new to your student and not new to you. So their speed is not gonna be as quick as your speed would be, even when it's as simple as a pre-flight check or run-up procedure before takeoff. Um, I've seen instructors who are just kind of like trying to push it along and, and hurry it up because it's it's slower than what they normally would do it at. And I think that's because they forget that these are new students and they haven't really developed their own flow and their own sort of rhythm. And a lot of the things aren't really memorized yet. So I think that's something important to remember that uh, patience is a virtue when it comes to this kind of stuff. And this isn't just on the ground. This is in the air when, when explaining or demonstrating a maneuver and then having them do it. Um, you know, and then critiquing in the right way to keep them motivated and, and try it again. Uh, patience is really important when it comes to CFI. Being consistent is another one that I think is super important. Now, this applies to both teaching technique and the knowledge that you're distributing via answers to your students' questions. And also between students, if you're gonna teach something a certain way, make sure you're teaching it the same way to the other student. Now, that sort of comes with a little bit of a of a caveat there. Now, obviously some students learn differently than others. So you may not be able to use the same technique when it comes to teaching a lesson to one student compared to another, but the information that you're giving to those students should be the same information. 
if you're going to be giving out, you know, speeds in the pattern or speeds for a maneuver, um, anything like that, like that should really be the same information you're giving one student to another student. I've listened to different instructors give uh, briefings and debriefs uh, between students and the information they gave one student was not the same as the other. And I'm thinking to myself, well, if I was that other student and then I went to go maybe study or prepare with the other student, our information would be conflicting and now we're both confused. So I think consistency is really important when it comes to that. Now, something that is key to be able to do uh, and something that I'm working on as well, even though I mentioned that uh, one teaching method may not work for one student compared to another, that's true, but but you could potentially develop one that does, right? Um, it's I think it's a, a great skill to be able to develop teaching methods that are going to work for you and your students um, because really it, it helps to understand some of the basic concepts of learning, right? So two key stages of learning are information acquisition and information processing. So um, if you can create some sort of a lesson plan or, or a, a way to explain something, whether it's short field takeoffs and landings or power on power off stalls and be able to explain it in such a way that kind of covers the bases as far as the different types of learning that different students may have you're really in your best position to succeed there another thing that's really important is to keep up your own knowledge and chops and this is something that i struggle with because i'm a pretty busy person i i have another job during the week and it's incredibly difficult for me to kind of keep up on things and constantly being um, in the know, if you will. I mean, I, I'll be asked something that's super basic private pilot and I will just blank on it if I haven't really thought about it in a while. So one of those things I think is super important to try to do is to keep up your own knowledge, make sure you're constantly reviewing things. Um, this is like both your aeronautical knowledge and rules and regulations, because I can't tell you how many times where a student asks me a question and I say, yes, I should know the answer to that. So let's both go look it up, you know, because um, I've just forgotten it. And it's kind of one of those use it or lose it sort of things. And unfortunately, I, uh, that happens um, more than I would like. And I know I'm not the only one that suffers from that. And sometimes if you're not a person who really likes to learn, um, it's, it's incredibly difficult to have that motivation to go pick up a book and read it, especially after you've done all of your training already. But if you're going to be a CFI, you really have to be a CFI. You got to be all in and because you're the one who's going to be passing on that information to that student and you want to pass on the right information. So keeping yourself up to date with knowledge and, and refreshed and, and always sharp is something that's super important to, to make sure you do for yourself and your student. One of the major things that really can affect a student's progression is your attitude as a CFI. Your attitude directly affects your student's mood and ability to learn or retain information. It doesn't really sound like that big of a deal, but I can tell you, there's been a couple times, and I'm willing to admit this, it's the whole point of this episode too, is, is lessons that I've learned and also things that I'm, I'm trying to do going forward. One of those things is, um, is one of the times that I've noticed that this has been a problem or, or this is why it made me write this down was, um, there's a couple times I've been on a flight with a student and I just wasn't in the best mood that day. You know, um, and I could tell that, and I'm normally, uh, I'm normally kind of an outgoing guy and, and, um, crack jokes left and right. And I, I like to, I have a, I like to think at least that I have a, a pretty good personality and I get along with everybody. I was able to tell after a flight that, um, my maybe not being in the best mood and, and I don't remember what the reason was, you know, something probably back at home, but I wasn't in the best mood that day. And I think that, um, 
because of that, my student really wasn't as motivated as they normally would be. Um, now, of course, I wasn't a jerk. I didn't, you know, give them any kind of attitude or anything like that. But uh, as far as like a negative attitude, but just my persona, I think me in general was not as excited as I normally am. And, and that really kind of, I've noticed at least that it brought them down. Now, this isn't necessarily going to be the same for everybody. Um, meaning that some people aren't affected by other people's attitude. If they're in a good mood, they're going to stay in a good mood. And that's great. But you're in a very small compartment with somebody flying an airplane, you know, regardless of what's happening in your personal life or what sort of mood you're in, you really do have to step up to the plate and, and, and come in with a good attitude and be prepared to teach the student to the best of your abilities. One of the other things that I want to talk about is honesty. You know, it's important to be able to produce that constructive criticism, but that's what it is though, is constructive criticism. I think I think it's really important that you don't sugarcoat things. Um, I, I've, uh, at a flight club near me at my home base there, I kind of sat around and listened to some other CFIs giving briefings and debriefings uh, to their students. And a couple of them was, it was interesting because you could tell that the flight didn't go well. Right. And even listening to the that instructor talking to another instructor after that student left, like that flight was apparently like atrocious and didn't go well at all. But but the instructor didn't tell the student that the literally the response from the instructor to the student was your flight went great. You did wonderful today. Um, we'll work on this a little more next time and and all this kind of stuff. And then the student felt all happy and walked away. And that was the end of it. But that's not helping anybody because apparently that student did a really bad job and all you're doing is telling them they did a good job. So I think there is some sort of a fine line um, to figure out, you know, how to give somebody some some feedback on something they probably didn't do well. And that's something that I'm always constantly developing. And and, uh, I, you know, again, going back to the, the phrase sugarcoat, I, I think that the most important part is to have you need to have that criticism, but it needs to it does need to be constructive. Because that at least is going to allow the student to know where they're at and what to work on. If you just tell them that everything was great, then they just say great and they don't actively try to improve themselves. So you really do have to sort of show them what they're doing wrong and how they can improve. But you don't have to be a jerk about it. You can It can be a very nice conversation. But you got to tell the truth and be honest about that lesson because that's really important for the student to be able to develop themselves even further. It's important also to invest in your student. If you're a CFI and you're just there to make money and build hours, you're really doing a disservice to your student. They're paying money to learn something. They're paying money to get instruction from you. And if you're not committed or invested in your student's training and success, how can you ever expect them to be invested in their own success as well? Um, there's multiple times where where you, you'll have a flight instructor who they come in, they punch in, they do their flight, and then they leave and that's it. And they think they don't think about their student the rest of the day. And and I'm not saying you need to obsess over your students or anything, but it's important that you care about their progress. Now, in my case, I have students that are flipping back and forth between a couple different instructors, myself and someone else. So I'm I'm usually pretty I'm usually interested to know how their flights went. I can tell you that when my student goes on a stage check or something, it's important that I follow up with either my student or the chief instructor and figure out how they did and, and what they need to work on. Because it, not only is their success important, but my success as a CFI, I believe, 
is also dependent on that, right? So if I'm not invested in their success, then I'm basically not invested in mine. So it's very important to care about your student and their progress and, and, and really be involved 100% in their training timeline, whether you're their main instructor or not. Now this one I'm pretty passionate about, and that is allowing your students to make mistakes. We're human, all right? We learn from our mistakes. This is a general life lesson, not just having to do with aviation. Um, in this case, it is gonna be. So you gotta let your students make mistakes, obviously while remaining safe. We don't wanna forget that. But students are never gonna learn if you're constantly preventing them from doing something wrong. If they can see or hear or feel the way you're not supposed to do something, I think at least that they can better understand the right way they're supposed to do something. Now, I constantly let this happen, right? So we're, we're in the air and, or even let's say we're in the pattern and my student is on base and they're turn final and maybe they turned early or they leveled their wings early, let's say. And they notice they're either diagonal from the runway or they overshot or they're too short and they gotta correct. That allows them to see the sight picture that's not correct. They know what they're supposed to do they, or they know what it's supposed to look like. And this allows them to be like, ah, this is not right. And then they correct. Now, if they continue to do that, then obviously you wanna get involved and, and say something. But a lot of times what I do is when my student uh, attempts a maneuver, let's say, uh, steep turns, and all of a sudden the airspeed gets really high and they start uh, losing altitude or vice versa, or their bank is too sharp or too shallow and they come out of it, my, <laughs> and they know they did it wrong, usually my question is, so how do you think you did? And of course their answer is, yeah, I think that was pretty bad. And it's like, yeah. So then we go into the, you know, the instructing part there where it's like, okay, this is what you did and this is how we can improve it. But you need to let them do it wrong. If, if you, if they're doing a maneuver, especially for the first time and you see that they're getting faster, their, their nose is going up or the nose is dropping on the airplane and then you correct for them, that's not helping them. Let them make the mistake. It, obviously you can talk through it, no problem. But importantly, it's allow them to see the way it's not supposed to be done so that they can do it the right way. Now, another one that I think is just as important as a lot of them is asking questions, which might sound weird coming from a CFI that we're the one asking the questions, but it's true. So you should really be constantly evaluating your performance and your students' performance. At least that's what that's what I do. And, and I do this by asking questions. Questions to my students such as, how do you think you did? Or does that make sense after, after I'm done explaining something? Because then it allows me to know that, okay, maybe I didn't explain this very well and I need to um, do it better next time. Or the one that I use all the time at the end of every lesson to all of my students is, is there anything that I can do that will help you understand anything that we did today better, right? Whether this is me talking slower, which those of you who listen to this podcast know that I do talk fast. And so that's something that I battle with with my students as well. If I need to talk slower on something or repeat something <clears throat> or demonstrate something better, those are, those are all questions that I ask my students after every lesson um, just so that I know that, I, so I can see the areas that I need to improve on. Because just like being a pilot in general, you're always learning and you're definitely always learning as a CFI to better improve your teaching techniques. And the last thing I wanna talk about today as far as things that I've learned as being a brand new CFI for the last six months um, or techniques that I implement myself right now is frankly to be yourself. Don't pretend that you're a good CFI. You need to be a good CFI. That's what I tell myself every day um, when I go to do a lesson with a student. You know, 
I, again, this kind of goes back to my first point, right? About making sure that you're prepared. If I'm not prepared, you're, I'm automatically gonna wanna like pretend that I'm prepared and fake it, right? The whole fake it till you make it kind of thing. The students are gonna be able to pick up on that instantly. And those of you who are listening who are students and, you, and you're a flight student right now and you've had multiple instructors, you probably know what I'm talking about, right? It's really easy to tell when an instructor is not ready or, or doesn't know what they're talking about. And they'll fake it. They'll try to come up with excuses or or spin it around so that it, it shows that they were somewhat right from the beginning. I don't know. There's just a lot of different personalities out there. So I think it's important to to be yourself. You know, and again, like I said, a lot of people pretend to be a really good CFI. Well, why don't you show me that you're a good CFI? You know, and nobody knows everything. And you're never gonna know everything. So it's important to be able to confide in others, you know, especially people like well-regarded, experienced CFIs. Myself, I'm a brand new CFI. I'll never pretend to know everything and I'll never pretend to, or at least kind of fake my way through something. So if I don't know the answer to something and I can't even find it, I'll go talk to my chief instructor. You know, I'll go talk to another CFI who's way more experienced than me because not only will they probably have the right information, but they'll probably know a really good way to explain that information to that student from their experience. So you'd be surprised of how much of you is a part of your instructing technique. I've noticed that. I think that my personality plays a big part in getting along with a you know myriad of different personalities and different types of students out there. And I think that's because I don't pretend to be someone I'm not. A lot of times CFIs will come into a room and go, I'm a CFI and I know everything. And they have this sort of like, like they're playing a character, you know, no, it, be yourself. That's something that's super important when it comes to this. So don't be an actor, be a flight instructor. And that's going to about do it for this episode 11 of V1, the podcast. I hope that the things I talked about today helps uh, any of you who are looking to get your CFI certificate or are also new CFIs yourself. If you like the show, go ahead and subscribe, rate and review. And if you want, you can go ahead and follow me on Instagram at the Nick Herring is the username. With all that being said, thanks for stopping by, everybody. And I'll see you next time on V1, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>